Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, execution. Maybe, maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight. Both of these fighters have dealt with custody battles involving their children. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Tim. Tim, say what up. What up, what up? How's everybody doing? We also got Max Stottle. Max, say what up. Hey, what's up? How we doing? Have, hope everyone had a good Labor Day weekend. Good Labor Day weekend. We are filming this Monday night before we get back into school after a long weekend. Long football weekend. We had football uh Thursday through through today, Monday night. We got Old Miss playing Louisville right now. And we were watching I was watching the game before uh we started recording. And there were four separate targeting calls in the first half. I haven't watched it yet. I have it on right now though because I just got home. It's on in the background. Uh Ole Miss is pretty good, honestly. But let's talk about games that happened this weekend. Uh we'll start off with number one, I think. Um, Alabama going up against number 14, Miami. Uh, a game that was not close from start to finish. Uh, one-way traffic. Is this a good time for us to tell you to run the tape back on the last pod when you said Miami's back? Hey, man, I'd like to say Alabama is just Alabama. I don't think this is – I think yeah. any like any team from, like, 12 to, to like, 15 or, like, 12 to 18 that are in that range would have – the same same thing would have happened. There's levels to yeah. this. Slow, I love the, just the narrative of like they're gonna have to slow down this year, like a little bit at least. Like Bryce Hall is like never played college. Nope, <laughs> never mind. He has four touchdowns in the first game, and yeah, he has a ninety <laughs> a ninety four yard touchdown pass or whatever. Yeah. Nope. Never mind. Bryce Hall, quarterback of Alabama. <laughs> um, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. My bad. But. No, you're good. That's just funny. Uh, Miami looked like they might have had a chance to, like, make it a game in the second half when they went down and got the ball into, like, the one-yard line and then ran no-huddle QB sneak and didn't get anywhere, and then Bryce Young threw a 95-yard touchdown, and then it was over. Like, Yeah, that touchdown was fucking beautiful. Yeah, it was – the play before that, though, Miami thought it was intentional grounding when – Probably was not. Definitely outside of the tackle box, but it, it is what it is. Um, we can just go down the line. Number two, Oklahoma facing uh, Tulane. A, a game that didn't really need to be as close as it was. Uh, Oklahoma started the game. Uh, Rattler throws an interception just in a double coverage. Like, if you watch it, he had a guy in the flat to the left that he could have dumped it down to for probably a first down. But Rattler is, he's like, I'm the gunslinger. So I'm just going to throw it into double coverage, which is just what he does. Like I'm people were like, Oh, there's Rattler throwing picks. And I was like, that's kind of just what he does though. Half the time Marvin Mims comes out with them. Yeah. When you're a gunslinger, you're not going to, you know, you're going to throw picks. It's like Case Keenum out there at Houston. He's slinging it. He's throwing it. He is throwing that ball. When I seen him throw that ball. When I seen him throw that ball, 
I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, Tulane goes down and scores, and then Oklahoma answers, and then Tulane goes down and scores, and then we answer. So it's 14 14 at one point, and then we go on a 17 to 0 run, I believe, to end the half. Something we finished that we go up, we go up to uh, it's what is it 37 to 14 and a half. Um, they fumbled Tulane fumbled the ball on back to back possessions on the first play, so we got the ball inside the 20 like twice and we kicked field goals both times, or we scored once and kicked a field goal, which is just we got to be taking our chances better, like we have to score every time we, we start inside the 20. And then second half, we kind of just took the, the foot off the pedal. I mean, Lincoln doesn't know how to call plays when we're up big going like in the third quarter. For some reason, we don't just put them away and score like two touchdowns and be like, all right, this is like a 35 point game. It's over now. We kind of just slow down and don't score as we did not score in the third quarter and only scored a field goal in the fourth. Yeah. And game ended 40 to 35, but. This, but, you know, I don't. It's, I still don't think it was like as close as the score. Like the score, I still. I don't think it was as close. You know, like it was a five point win. But I mean, you that onside kick kind of changed things. I don't know why we had Stogner out there trying to catch the ball. Like, put one of our eighteen wide receivers we have out there. Yeah, that's fair. Like, we have like guys who are like our fifth stringers. That would be like second stringers at other programs. So it's like, just put one of those guys out there to catch a football. That's all you have to do. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. We move. We move. Um, let's talk about we'll, – we'll go down the list of our teams now since we talked about mine. Style, you want to take us through your game? Because I really didn't get to watch yeah. much of it because it kind of went in between the Oklahoma and the Alabama game. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. It was the worst game I've ever watched. It was the worst win I've ever felt about in my life. Um, so – it starts out 14 nil because we get back to back, like uh, kind of like you said about Oklahoma, we get back to back fumble recoveries inside. They're like 20. Both one was caused by Noah Sewell. I think the other was Justin Flo. I don't know. But either way, I was like reading the box score because I was driving home still. I was like, we're at 14 nil. And this is what I see. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then I get home and we start watching. And then Fresno State, man, we just, we just like, we're playing soft coverage the whole game on them. I don't know why. And when Kayvon Thibodeau got injured, and he was out. Like they didn't play him. They're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna risk further injury because I think he's gonna be good to go against Ohio State. But so he didn't play. So we didn't have like a very good presence on the D line much because we had this new guy come in, Brandon Doris, and he's just like, meh. He was like, whatever. But, I mean, it's kind of hard task to you know build Kavon's role. So then, out of nowhere, it was twenty-one to six Oregon going into the half. Or no, it was twenty-one six, giving the ball to Fresno State with like thirty seconds left, and they marched down and score to make it 21-13 going to the half. And, you know, before you know it, I blink, and it's 24-21 Fresno State going into the fourth. I was like, what the f- what the hell is going on? And I think that pissed me off is in the middle of the third when we were up 21-13, uh, to like, because we had ball out of kickoff, you know, on the second half. Mm-hmm. As we went down, and we were inside there, like, 10, and we had a fourth and one. And we didn't get it because C.J. Verdell tripped on our quarterback's feet. In the backfield, how, instead of how did your, the field, how'd your new quarterback play? Terrible. But here's the thing: I don't think we, I don't think we ever really, in my opinion, they didn't call very good plays at all that game. They didn't really like, it didn't like, they didn't try and get him in a rhythm, so it didn't really help. He actually ran pretty well though. He had like 75 rushing yards on like 15 attempts and a touchdown. So, unfortunately, yeah. two to seal the game with two minutes left. And we were, 
tied 24-24 on fourth and two. He had a 30-yard read option run that scored. So I was kind of lit. And then we won the game 31-24. But I had a few takeaways. I was like, you know, maybe I overestimated Fresno State. And then I was like, maybe Oregon just won the offseason national championship for fake hype. And then I was like, maybe I'm underestimating the fact that Fresno State, I don't know how, I think it could have helped him considerably going out the week before and winning 45-0 against yeah, another team. Definitely. I feel like that probably does a lot for a team. Well, I don't know. I'm looking at it that way, but then I'm also looking at like Fresno State plays UCLA next weekend. Who knows? What if they make it a good game against UCLA? Maybe Fresno State's just good. I don't yeah. know. They have a pretty good quarterback and they have like, like that graphic I was telling you about, about the most active career rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Fresno State's duos too. They're number two in the nation. There you so, go. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good at all. Was, the more questions were rose after the game, but we got the win and we're going to have to just tighten up a lot in these next uh, four to five oh, yeah. days before we head to Columbus. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good game. And we might have to do a live podcast like at halftime of the game to, to yeah, get your mentals. For, halftime yeah, and I mean, after. I'm already kind of salty. It's not game day, but I get it. You got to respect the troops this weekend. I understand that. Well, big noon. Well, well, no, they're in Ames. They're in Ames for Iowa, Iowa State. I thought it was in Army. I thought it was Navy Air Force. No, you guys have Big Noon because it's on Fox. So we are. I'd rather honestly than I'd probably just prefer to watch the Big Noon pregame instead of game day. Yeah. But yeah, that was Oregon's weekend. So you know, I'm not really freaking out about it. CJ Riddell played okay. Kayvon's going to be healthy. He's going to go. His X-rays came back negative. It's like a soft ankle sprain, so he should be good to go. And I don't know. A lot of comments though were like in the middle of that like third quarter like uh, burn up. You know. The Oregon mm-hmm. socials are all just like, it's time for us to just start Ty Thompson. Because they were saying, like, why the hell does Cristobal just recruit all these four and five stars these last two years, but every single player in our depth chart is like a junior and a senior. He's like, play them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I kind of agree with that. But I also don't really agree with the idea of just having out of nowhere starting Ty Thompson this upcoming weekend for his debut in the horseshoe. I don't know if that's great for men's confidence. Like, I thought your first game ever. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? Just at Ohio State. Hey, by the way, good luck. I it's thought like, you said – I, I mean, if you wanted him to play against Ohio State, you had to have him play against Fresno State. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, you can't – We didn't – like, on our depth chart, you know? Yeah. On our depth chart, we had a lot of, like, oars for a lot of our true freshmen and stuff. Like, on the first strings, like, at receiver, at kick returner, at run, – no, running back was third. But, like, behind Travis and CJ, I thought we'd see another guy. And, like, none of them came in. So, I'm either thinking Cristobal just, like – didn't want to play any of them because he might have like a special package or a play planned for against Ohio State that he wants to try with them. Or he just like genuinely they like just got caught up in the moment. They're like, we just they're just trying to get out of there with the sneak with the W. I don't know. But I think yeah, we like, had I think we're gonna see them play next weekend. Like I think he was purposely not playing them yet. So we'll, yeah, we'll we, see. I, like I don't know what it was, but our coaching staff, like on defense especially we would just run in like three linebackers at a time and then take them out and then like th- put in three more and i was like yeah that's not how perion like perion had a pretty bad game honestly but Dude, i don't think was that him that didn't get that uh that late the last the oh i would have i would have lost it i would have i would think i would have like jumped out the window like out of my second story building onto my head if perion would have got a flag on that yeah, I don't think it was, like, deserving of a flag, you know? I don't think it was either. But I'm surprised it wasn't. Like, usually that's just a scenario where the refs fuck it up or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, flag or something. So, yeah. I mean, I honestly, all across the board, I don't really think, like, I was talking to my dad about, like, the top 12, the top 25, just, just not impressed this first no. week. And, hey, at least Oregon can say, though, 
in the Pac-12 North after week one. We are in sole, sole possession of first place as every other five teams are 0-1. <laughs> Jeez. Go, go well, it doesn't help when you're losing when you're losing to like FCS schools in your conference. So, yeah, uh, friend of the pod, Westover. He's been a uh, Jack Westover tight end for pullback for Washington. He um he's kind of been AFK. He hasn't responded to anyone's messages since the game and everything. And today he finally responded with just a gif of a grave. Oh, did he get <laughs> moving on transitioning into our last of the big three games? Uh, did he get executed in the words of? Um, Brian Kelly what 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 a quote at the end of the game like that might overshadow how big of a game it was what an awesome football game it was and then at the end Brian Kelly says uh maybe our kids should be executed uh what I yeah I mean it was it was a really good game and it was it was really fun uh I was I was very very nervous it was especially at the end i was like this is just classic notre dame like they're just gonna they're gonna blow it here lose and then i'll just be like there goes another season like done and so uh it's good that they won uh mackenzie milton i mean he played well he led the comeback uh i I don't know i I had no idea what our defense was doing they they had like four they were running like a four three they had four down linemen like the entire game and then they just suddenly switched the three down linemen in the fourth quarter and then just started getting torn up and i was like what are you doing like yeah uh, it was frustrating i mean oh i was just gonna say your your safety's a beast oh yeah kyle so sick yeah he's so good (laughs) when he got that oh go ahead son oh i was just gonna say you can answer this too i was like pretty hammered last night so i don't i didn't catch this why but why didn't mckenzie milton come in at the end why didn't he just play the whole game well, the kid starter. got the kid got hurt yeah the other guy got hurt got like so he's not guy. the starter no no he was not the starter i feel like and the starter was getting chased the entire night he like, yeah the, like was getting i didn't know mckenzie milton wasn't the starter so that kind of surprised me i figured he would be no. the starter no i guess the other kid beat him out hmm. camp gross i like milton more well, yeah, yeah. story but back to kyle hamilton i was gonna say uh that pick on the sideline when he yeah. took off his helmet immediately and got the flag that was still pretty cool yeah that was sick that was uh, the amount of space he covered uh that was unreal but i i think brian kelly's quote at the end is pretty Oh no! It was yeah. that was the that was the best part of the whole game. I, I love how I love how he just misspoke and then tried to hide it by saying that he that it was like he was quoting someone and it was like a completely different quote was the thing that he said he was allegedly <laughs> quoting. The way I was just <laughs> describing like, no, it, Brian, just I describe it as like right. when your dad tries to make a joke but butchers the joke and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, oh man, okay, whatever. <laughs> like it's like. I know what you were trying. I guess it makes sense what you're trying to say, but poorly executed. I'll say that. Yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, he's a football coach. So he's going to make some stupid analogy. Um, let's see. What other games? Georgia I kind of want to talk. Uh, yeah. We can talk about that. Um, I hit DJ uh, with the classic Stodd curse. Yeah. Pre-game, destroyed him. Destroyed. Dish- Negative one touchdowns. 
Stonks. He has negative one touchdown on the year right now. Stonks. <laughs> I was like, damn. I mean, Georgia's yeah, defense was... is unreal. Hey, Clemson unreal. only – Clemson held uh, Georgia's <laughs> offense to three points too. Yeah. yeah. It was just – like, a... That was – it was boring. Hey, it was I liked just... it. I thought it was entertaining. It was like a chess match with that field position, bro. It it was entertaining because it was just like, oh my god, they got DJ again. Oh my goodness, they're in the backfield again. <laughs> yeah, dude, Kirk, she was flaming the Tigers, bro. I think. Oh, he was going like, in. He's like, sorry, Clemson fans. I think now you're there's a few games on your schedule you're gonna have to look at, like at Boston College and like at NC State, at Syracuse. I'm like, whoa, Kirk. At Syracuse, Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. That Friday night game at Syracuse later in the season got real interesting. I'm like, Kirk, this is Georgia. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> they have the best front seven in probably college football, honestly. Yeah, Clemson's O line is pretty bad though. Clemson's O line is terrible. Yeah, we might have underestimated how much like actual like talent they lost. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see though. Maybe also maybe FSU can give them a hard time now. FSU didn't look bad. Well, sticking sticking in the uh, ACC, North Carolina Vatech. How about that game? That was pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, that was a Friday night game. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on that pick at the end? Ferg and I have talked about it a lot this weekend about. Probably I I thought it was I thought he didn't have control of it. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I saw it. I I mean I didn't honestly I thought it was I don't I thought it was a pick. I thought it was like it's one of those where they had to had to, had to have concrete evidence to overturn it. And I don't know. Yeah, if that's true. In the video, if they probably called it not a pick in in the game, they yeah. probably wouldn't have been able to flip it either way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Sam Howell. Look bad, kind of like what I've been saying. I don't really understand the Sam Howell yeah. hype. Like, I like him, I like him, but the comparisons to Baker are not fair comparisons to him. Like, Baker, I seen those. Baker won a Heisman. You those haven't seen terrible. like going into no. these going in the year, they're like, Yeah, he is like Baker, and I'm like, We need to like relax. He's on his, that. Like, like, he's gonna have his Baker year where he wins the Heisman and everything. Yeah, what they were saying, Oh, god, yeah. no, not a chance. I was like, let's let's relax because Baker threw for like four thousand yards, like with ease, and had like over forty touchdowns. I was like, I don't think with an offense yeah. like not you can't do that with an offense that has two new running backs and a new wide receiver. Like it's too hard. It's too hard. But for real, now the ACC looks very interesting with Miami not looking so hot and UNC losing. Yeah, and FSU in a loss looking okay, though. Like, looking like pretty competitive. Did anyone in the ACC do well this weekend? No, they talked about it during the broadcast. Really? They were like, they everyone did bad? Well, no, they were like, if they if FSU can win, they beat Notre Dame, it would look really good for a conference that's had, like, a bad weekend, basically. Did Maryland win first West Virginia? Maryland's in the Big Oh, Maryland's in the Big Ten. There's some big um, games we could talk about. Yeah, I was Penn, Penn State, Wisconsin, Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. Wow, <laughs> India. Did you see their jerseys at Iowa? Did you see what they, happened? They spelled, they spelled uh, yeah. Indiana. It was like Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. 
Dude, also Tim, Sorry about talk about Heisman talk pick, about yeah. <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, that was bad pick. That was bad, bad pick. Hey, I will uh, say my three Heisman picks, not so bad. Rattler, Bryce Young, and Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter had like four TDs. So yeah, my Heisman I mean, pick. My third Heisman pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, only played half a quarter, but he had a sack and a forced fumble, so we move. <laughs> yeah, he played well. Played well first time on the field. We'll take it. But, um, yeah, I Iowa destroyed Indiana. Yeah. Like, was not close start to finish. Iowa State, man, they should be a little worried this weekend. This they Oklahoma looked not very big, good. Big Hawkeye fans this weekend? I mean, it doesn't matter really, but Where like – you want Iowa State at their best? That's true. I mean, it would help. It would help the conference if Iowa State won this, yeah. for sure. I don't really yeah. care because I don't really like either. I don't like Iowa State because they're in our conference and they're really good or they're supposedly good. But if they won, it'd be cool for the conference. I mean, we can talk about. They didn't play freaking well at all this weekend either. They, it was like they sixteen to ten. I yeah. six points. Yeah. Yeah. At least when we yeah. beat Tulane, we put up forty. <laughs> Exactly. You know, we gave up 35, but we put up 40. They put up 16. That's pathetic. Come on. It's not that this is our conference. You got to score a bunch. And then you had that that Wisconsin guy. Poof. Bum. Oh, Graham my. Mertz Graham Ritter. Mertz. Graham Mertz. Tough day at the office at the end, huh? He had a chance to win really it for him like twice. And it was just like, nope. Yeah. Nope. I also I really like, don't man. think Penn State's. I'm not buying the Penn State hype, though. Like, I don't think they're that good. I think Wisconsin just looked like shit. Like, they looked bad. I mean, there was – they missed they missed a kick. They threw, like, two picks inside the 30. Like, yeah, you got it. It's execution, if we're going to say anything. Mm. You know, Brian, Brian Kelly execution I mean, he overthrew out there. that. He overthrew that receiver at the end of the game. Like, dude, that guy was open. Yeah. That touchdown to win it. But I think you honestly – I think it was actually, like, that, def- that defensive lineman, like, rushing and jumping up actually, like, change that whole play mm-hmm. but yeah it was a good game too hmm. any any other games i mean oh ucla lsu ucla is good man i'm telling you ucla might be my pack 12 team disgusting dude the video of them posting uh it was first coach o going uh what was it we'll get down here with your sissy sissy, sissy blue shirt sissy blue, yeah and then it cuts to the locker room after the game, and it's just get the get, get the get, get the get. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Dude, DTR is so sick. His TikTok's so funny. Sick. Yeah. That's good. That's good uh, social media management by DTR. His TikTok's hilarious. Yeah. Pro DTR room here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very pro DTR. Um, but Semi-pro flipping sides. Kelly. Can't really decide there. Yeah. Flipping sides of that game, though, Coach O hot seat. Oh, so he got a little so. hotter, a little I hotter. I think he will. I I think he's on it for sure. I think they have another bad year this year. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really looked at their schedule, but obviously not a hot start. Easy. Dude, that uh, that they probably play guy. like Troy or somebody. I'm pretty sure LSU's got their next big receiver that comes out of there. That dude is a beast. Like Boot, like Boote or Boute or something. A Boute. You know who I'm talking about? The LSU t- receiver who had like three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. The guy was just that running. Guy a beast. Yeah. He was running riot in the secondary. Also, pretty good. 
Stingley didn't look very, very good. Uh, he got mixtape. Yeah, I mean, uh, it happens. It happens. Yeah. It's also tough to be like a really good shutdown corner in college when the rest of your team isn't very good. Also, I feel like it's just like, you know, it's on defense, you're just going to be more vulnerable to plays like that. Like, and when you're like that popular, like you'll get scrutinized for things like that. Where on offense, like you have another chance, like right away to make up for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's playing quarterback is the hardest position to play probably for sure. Like you have to, you have to stop them every time. And the wide receiver's job is like, I just got to get open like once or twice. Yeah. Texas looked good. Yeah. Uh, like ULL didn't get a first down until the third quarter or didn't uh, complete a third down conversion until the third quarter. Like yeah, you're not going to win field goals. You're not going to win a game when you go 0 for 6 through like six minutes of the third quarter on third down conversions. That's, I mean, I'm not sold on that Hudson card kid. I'm not, you're not, not, not scared of him, honestly. Yeah. Like he's what he's a freshman, right? Yeah. True freshman. But, yeah. I, I like our I chances in red. That running back is I'm, t- I'm telling you, I told you Bijan is a beast. I told you he's a beast. He might have like, he could have like 2,000 total yards, honestly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, that's something that wouldn't surprise me just because he's so good catching the ball out of the backfield, too. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got? I'm trying to think. I mean, there were a lot of bad losses, like teams losing to FCS teams. Washington, we point, we talked about Vanderbilt. Uh, oh, yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa lost to an FCS team on like Friday, I think. In UConn, yeah, UConn only scored a point again. I think UConn hasn't scored a point in the first two weeks, which is a tough look. But yeah, well, U Dubs uh, six points against Montana were the like the lowest amount of points scored uh, against an FCS school for like any FBS team since like uh, I want to say like some team was only held to like seven points against Bowling Green. In like nineteen like seventy four, I saw that nineteen seventy four. I was like, that is tough. <laughs> yeah, also Montana literally like two years ago lost to UW sixty three to seven. So something changed. <laughs> changed the program around. Look at that. Yeah, Montana QB doing it for my high school. He's an alumni. <laughs> what a revenge game! Revenge game. Take that. How about that? Hey, um, Mizzou won. Mizzou won. Didn't look that pretty. Didn't look very pretty, I'll say. But win's a win. They are underdogs next week going into the Kentucky game. Really? Kentucky looked good. They, they, I don't remember who they played, but I remember their quarterback had like a bunch of yards and like four touchdowns, I think. Also, I don't know how this is even real, but I saw a line for this weekend's upcoming games. I don't know how Michigan's only minus one home against Washington on Saturday. I don't know how. I feel like they would be favored by maybe like trap game. I don't know. That'd, Do be, that'd be typical UW to just lose an FCS school and go on the road in Ann Arbor and win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For no reason. Also yeah. then how about the hot seat that 
Harbaugh would be on losing at home to a team that just lost to an FCS yeah. team. By default, Montana better than Michigan. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. <laughs> through through uh, what the transitive property, dude. These old Miss Unis are sick. Oh, that game is such a sick uh, color matchup. The the red of Louisville with the powder blue yeah. of Old Miss is so nice. We were oh, talking yeah. about that. Ole Miss is running back, just decked a dude to go into the end zone, absolutely trucked him, and his name is Snoop Connor. That is sick. Yeah, the crowd will go, Snoop. <laughs> that is sick. Um, any other games, or do we are we going to transition into our music talk? Uh, Ohio State. Really Ohio games. State. Well, we should probably talk about Ohio State before this week's Ohio State okay. Oregon. Yeah. Um, they look fine, I guess. Like, CJ Stroud figured it out in the second half, which is kind of what you want. Also, Travion Henderson, uh, fastest man on the planet, possibly, on that screen pass. Yeah, it's also like, man, those receivers, dude, after the catch, they are just lethal. They are lethal after the catch. They're, like, wide open, too. Stroud doesn't have to, like – they're difficult throws. Yeah. You put it out there, and your wide receivers are probably going to get it. Minnesota's running back. They they were playing That's well until he got hurt, and then he tore his Achilles. That's a bummer. Oh yeah, you could see it. I saw like on Twitter they they zoomed in and like showed like his lower leg, and you can tell something popped. There was like a sad moment. He went off. He had like yeah, 160 Ronnie yards. Ronnie Bell, yeah, from KC. That sucks for him too. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota kept it close, and then that targeting call kind of hurt. They're the non-targeting call, I guess, in that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, if that goes the other way, Ohio State doesn't get the ball. They don't score there. Close game. Yeah. But also UCF uh, came back from 21 nothing to beat Boise State, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. But um, we had some music that dropped, and this isn't just a sports podcast. We had uh, Kanye West's Donda drop, as well as Drake's Certified Lover Boy. And Stad, as a Certified Lover Boy yourself, uh, what were your thoughts on on Drake's album? Um, So at first, I really liked it. And then like two hours after listening to it, I didn't like it. I didn't like it for like a solid like 24 hours. And then like just as recently as like Saturday, started listening to it again. I was like, man, I really like this. <laughs> so I officially really like it. I like it. People are saying he's like mainstream and he does the same music all the time. And I'm like, whatever, dude, numbers don't lie. So, well, everyone listens to Drake. That's why the numbers are so high. But I don't know. I listen. Good, man. Well, everyone listens famous. to Drake because he he's over his over time he's made a collection that you have to just yeah, listen to his stuff true. once new stuff comes out. You have to. I've listened to the album a couple times just while I was like either doing homework or like playing FIFA or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there weren't any songs where I was like, All right, I let me stop what I'm doing to see the name of this song. I was just kinda like really? man, 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 like just listening through. It wasn't like I wasn't like, no, I can't I'm not like skipping any songs, but I'm not like Oh my gosh, what's the name of this song? And for Donda, I kind I was like stopping and looking at like, all right, I like this song. All right, I really like this song. Okay, and for I mean, I might just have to listen to Certified Lover Boy to 
more to get like the unique oh, we'll, we'll sound to it more don't worry oh yeah i cannot wait for this weekend you just come in and immediately connect to aux and just certified lover boy it up I think... hey you know it's gonna happen eventually one of these nights after the bars <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah fella um i will say though i think con uh tim mentioned it before the podcast or before we started recording that kendrick is just going to make the best album of the year probably once he drops his album yeah probably this is going to be his last two so last with uh tde but he started his own record like company production i thought he was going to be working on like clothes and stuff oh i don't know i didn't mm. hear that. I, heard that. I mean that'd be cool i, I only say yeah. that though because i think his song with baby keem the uh family ties i think that might be better than just both of the projects that just dropped by kanye and, and drake that song is so good the way that there's like four separate beats in one song and they each have like two separate beats and have different flows on both beats it's it's perfect it's like it, it's it it might be uh uh early front runner for song of the year i guess not early because it's halfway through the year but the front runner right now for song of the year yeah, I don't know. I liked it, I, but I'm not, mm. I'm kind of nothing. Hype. I agree yeah. with you. I yeah, agree. <laughs> yeah. Stop. What's your favorite song on Certified Lover Boy? Uh, I have like five. <laughs> it's hard for me right. to pick. We'll narrow one down, and by the end of the show, tell us it because that'll be the in, that'll be the outro of the show because we do a song okay. for the outro every week. Okay, I got you. All right, so, yeah. um, let's see what else. What else has been happening? I'm just going to scroll I mean, through Twitter. Tanner, we also, we never even talked about uh, I Love You, Tekka 2. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> I, like I, I need to listen to it, I guess, because I, I haven't listened to it oh, really. No, it's actually pretty good. It's like uh, it's like good vibes. It's like positive vibes. It makes you want to like get up and like hold the door open for someone and be like, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've, I think I've been lacking some of those vibes. <laughs> So I might I might need to listen to it. Might need to listen to it. Might be lacking. It's like when someone like waves back at you instead of just like not waving back. I I do know that feeling in a song because every time I listen to uh, Post Malone and Swaley's Sunflower, I just feel like I should just like be walking outside like waving at random people. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like like you said, I should just be holding the door open, but. Never going into the place. Just only to open the door for people exactly. while this song's on. And you're just saying you're welcome as they walk by. Yeah, you're just a helper bee. That's all you are. <laughs> you're your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man at that point. <laughs> I rewatched Spider-Man 2 today because I was like, I watched a video on like Spider-Man and I was like, oh, I want to go back and watch Spider-Man 2 because I've liked Spider-Man 2 more than, I guess it's like Far From Home more than Homecoming because there's like 18 different Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so you watched the one... You watched the one with Doc Ock, like the one with Toby Spider-Man too. No, no, no. I watched Mysterio. the one oh. with Mysterio. Oh, I like the Doc Ock one more. The Doc Ock one's fire, dude. I yeah, know it's like- it's definitely good. It's it's definitely good. But I'm more. I mean, Tom's my favorite Spider-Man, and really? it's a hot take. Oh, but Andrew Garfield wasn't too wasn't as bad as I think in hindsight as people. Okay, I saw a TikTok about this though, where they were like. Please look at Andrew Garfield, a six foot plus dude who's like, like taking photos and skates. And you tell me this kid gets bullied. Like all the tweets were no, like, no, like nah, this dude would have got more, more pussy than anyone. 
No, but like the acrobatics and like the the six scenes out of some of those movies. He was also like supposed to play like a high schooler, right? Or yeah, like, no, he doesn't. It's and he's like, Peter Parker. he's old. But, yeah, it's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, they just casted the wrong yeah. person for it. Like, I like, yeah. to- I like Toby the most. Bully McGuire. Well, yeah, it made sense. <laughs> it made sense. Dirty <laughs> eye. <laughs> I like pizza time. <laughs> Peter Parker better. <laughs> Where's rent? Where's rent? <laughs> Give me rent. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door. Uh, yeah, Give me oh, well, Tim, did you see that uh, Marvel movie today? No, I did not. I okay, didn't either. I was going to ask for your quick synopsis of or, like overall score, but never mind. I'm looking forward to it, though. It's getting a lot of yeah, I hear it's really good, so I'm excited. The what is it called? Ten Rings of Shang Chi or something, or Shang Chi and the Ten Rings? Yeah, I think it's Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah, we don't we 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 got to get the name right, boys. We can't butcher that. That would look bad on the podcast. That's all I'm gonna say. No, it's it's Shang Chi. I know that. It's yeah, that's how it's pronounced. Oh, can I? We need to talk about uh, uh, my appearance on national radio. Oh yeah, tell the pod the big news. You have some big news. Um, yeah, I my uh my alter ego uh limited fake southern accent Mizzou fan Tanner uh was on Paul Feinbond show. I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it on right now. Tanner is up next in Missouri. Uh, hello, Tanner. Uh, hi, Paul. I just want to say. Is there a better spot for you to do the Paul Feinbaum show than in the College Football Hall of Fame right there? No, uh, in fact, I'm from uh, uh, I want to wish happy no, birthday. No, I mean this is a great. Uh, we we a couple of years ago somebody proposed doing the show permanently here. Uh, I came over here one day and met with the director, and uh, by the time it got to my bosses, they shot it down though. But it uh, it was it, I I thought it was a really good I, I thought it was a great idea. Have a uh, you know put some uh, bleachers behind us and have a live audience every day. But what do I know? Oh man, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I want to talk about my Missouri Tigers, though. Uh, the the SEC is obviously more two tiered. You got your top tier with Bama, Georgia, Texas A&M, Florida. But outside of that, I think the the conference is pretty open up for anybody. Missouri's got a very weak non conference. You got SEMO, North Texas in there. I don't see why there's any reason why we can't finish ten and two, nine and three going in here. What do you think, Paul? Um. I, I I think you're uh, you know, you're drinking some some drink aid there. Uh, I'm not quite that high. When I look at the Missouri schedule, I see an opportunity though for a big year. Um, I'm just trying to do the schedule in my head. Uh, we'll put it on the screen in a second. Here here we go, and I'll, I'll go through it and I'll, I'll see if uh, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see seven sure wins. And then I see one, then I see two games. I, I don't see any way to 10. I do think eight or, I, I do think nine is doable if everything goes the right way. I want to say that Texas A&M game is a sneaky one because it's the week after Bama. This could be a little letdown um, game, especially if they Yeah, you know, that's a good that. point. Uh, if Tech- and yeah, so that was me on, on Paul Feinbaum. Um, I think it worked. I think it went well. I mean, the, 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 the thing that I like specifically knew I was going to do was compliment how he was at the college football hall of fame. Cause I knew like, if I can, if I can get Paul on my side, I can get him to agree what I, what I say. 
and my stuff, my take is going to be outlandish. And my take was, uh, as you, as, as you heard, (laughs) Mizzou nine and three, 10 and two, which as of right now, looking good, looking good. One and oh, baby, let's go. But yeah, like the story behind it was, um, we were, Ferg was doing, uh, homework and was about to go to his like zoom class. And so he was just sitting at the dining room table and I was just sitting in the living room on the couch, flipping through the channels. And we see the Feinbaum show, and I was like, we'll, we'll watch it because college football starts soon. Um, and they put the number on screen to call, and I was like, should I call Ferg? And he's like, mm, yeah, sure, why not? I call the first five calls, five calls, just straight to boop, boop, boop. Sorry, the line is being used. And I was like, this is bad. This We're not going to get on. I told Ferg, we're going to do one more call. I call it's silent for like three seconds. And we just look at each other like side-eyed and it goes. Burr, burr, burr. And then the, like a guy goes, hello, it's Paul Feinbaum show. Uh, what's your name? And I was like, Oh, perfect. This is Southern accent Tanner. Uh, I'm in my element and I go through it all. I give him my name. He asked me like, um, what my, what's my question for Paul? And I go, well, I think I don't think there's enough love for my Mizzou Tigers out there, so I want to call. I want to talk to Paul about our game this weekend. And he goes, "Oh, I think we, uh, I think we give him a lot of love with with Drinkwitz, but I, I think if you stay on hold, um, we'll definitely send you through." And I was like, "Okay." So I, I expect that I'm going to be on pretty soon, and it just goes through to like the radio show. So I'm just listening to the radio show on my phone, and it 35 minutes goes by. Ferg gets done with Ferg goes to a zoom class and join and finishes it by the time I get on. And then right when I get on or right when Ferg gets off of his class, they put me on air and then that's what happens as you heard. But I was just pacing back and forth and Ferg was in the corner, like laughing his ass off. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. I'm going to, I'm going to break. If you do that, it's going to, it's just not going to look good for the brand, but we held it together and yeah, we got, we got on, national radio i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to be a like a frequent caller and we're gonna have to keep keep building this up and hopefully we we develop a a relationship with paul you're gonna have to call back after mizzou like pulls off the upset against a&m at home a&m paul i called it paul (laughs) i'm back paul the trap game paul i told you paul (laughs) you gotta you gotta really get in on the paul it's that's how you that's how you really get into that like mindset but I really, it's very limited. It's a very limited Southern accent I have. It's the, I, I can't, I, like, if you gave me a script, I could not, could not do it. Fair. It's improv. It's, that's my, it's my calling, you know? Mm-hmm. I will, I will say I had like a pit in my stomach for like the first five minutes. I was like, I'm pretty nervous. And then like after five minutes, I was like, who cares? This is going to be funny. Like, <laughs> even if I mess up, it's going to be funny. Well, if I mess up, no yeah. one's going to know. So, yeah. Did you actually give him your real name when he asked? Yeah, I was Tanner. Okay, fair enough. I don't know if you Limited. went by an alias. Well, my alias is my alter ego. My Southern fake, fair. limited Southern fake accent Mizzou fan. Mm-hmm. So, I almost went to the Mizzou game, but it was raining, and I was like, I'm not going to stand in the rain to watch Mizzou. Yeah, no. Also, like that photo of uh, Brandon, like Brandon Newton, just like covered in mud. 
Like, what do you know? It was like context for how that happened on the. Hill? He looked like a a child at like recess after it rains, and he just got. He, they were just like playing in the grass and slipped and fell. His whole backside was brown. It was great because yeah. he was wearing like black on black, so it just fit in perfectly. Just brown. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ferg went to the game and he said that beers were like nine bucks. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I was like, Mm-mm, not not for me. Also, I was like, I can just sit on the, my warm couch and watch Alabama play and have the Mizzou game on the other screen that I have. Yeah. <laughs> or I can go to the Mizzou game and stand in like kind of the rain, kind of the wet mud area. I was like, mm, I know. I know my option. I actually the funny story. I slept through the first quarter of the, the Bama game because after the, the uh, Oklahoma game, I just had such a bad like adrenaline dump from like being stressed out uh, the last like five minutes that I just fell asleep. I just went to bed mm-hmm. and, and woke up at, at like right as the second quarter was starting. I was like, okay, let's see. Like it was like right as I came back and it was like, whatever the score was, I was like, Ooh, this is not good. This is not good for, for the boys. Yeah. When they had to turn over the turnover chain, like, there's nothing more humiliating than <laughs> than having to give the turnover chain back. Dude looks so sad. It was so dejected. I remember. I remember. I was laying on the couch and I just go, "Aw!" <laughs> like I let out an, an audible "aw." Feel bad. I also thought it was a fumble and a fumble recovery. So I don't know. I don't know how they flipped it. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Like, I didn't, uh, like, everyone on social media was freaking out. They're like, so let me get this straight. Alabama gets the ball in for what reason? Like, how? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, are we just glossing over that? Like, what? why are we not talking about this? Yeah, people are saying, like, man, the, the NCAA is really letting Bama get away with this. <laughs> yeah, day, daytime robbery right there. Yeah. It was a good first uh, weekend of football, though. It was great to be back. Great to have it back. Yep, we have college football this weekend along with week one of NFL. Baby, let's go. But that'll wrap up today's podcast. I want to thank Tim and Stodd for coming on. Uh, Look out Thursday. We might have an NFL podcast. That's what we're shooting for. Um, And then Stodd will be coming into town this weekend. Very excited. We'll probably have to do like a before, before, a during halftime, and after the game little press conference with with Stodd and, yeah. and interview him, which yeah, I think could be very funny. TikTok of it too. Ooh, speaking of that, follow uh, follow the Tanner Wilkinson podcast uh, Instagram page at Tanner Wilkinson Pod. That can be found in the description. Also, look at the YouTube. Um, if you want to ever just look at our beautiful faces for some reason, uh, head on over there. Uh, yeah, you want to see what Stodd just did. I'll say that. Um, but, yep, follow follow, uh, follow the social medias in the description below. Um, these guys' socials will be in there. Oh, Stodd, you got to tell us what the Drake song is. Oh, yeah, it's uh, TSU. All right, get well. Through the, get through the, like, there's, like, 30 seconds of, like, you got to get through. Edit that part out. You'll know, you'll know. I'll know, I'll know. But that's what you're listening to right now. We are signing off. We'll see you guys. Peace. I watch her climb on the top of the pole and then get sliding down. I make it rain in this bitch. I make it snow in this bitch. She trying to get out of the mix. Shawty is going to jail. Shawty is going to jail. Me, I'm supporting this shit.
This is a story, came from my life, and I'm just recording this shit. I'ma just give it to you direct instead of me throwing this shit. You know you important and shit. You know I'm supporting this shit. We used to do pornos when you would come over, but now you got morals and shit. I got like four on the wrist and an adorable kid. I got a Drake in the studio, and I don't trust me that I'm in this bitch. Please make the most of this shit. Don't just come close to some shit. I give you this bread, you run me some head, and then you go blow up a bit. She moved out of state and shit then went left. She's seeking forgiveness. She used to dance, but she went alone and start up a business. Her daddy is not around. Her mama is not around. I watch her climb on the top of the pole and niggas. I make it rain in this bitch. I make it snow in this bitch. She trying to get out of the mix. Shawty is going to jail. Shawty is going to jail. Me, I'm supporting this shit. This is a story. Came from my life and I'm just recording this shit. Daddy is not around, mama is definitely not around She got a business plan, but she just ain't had time to write it down Stay with her sister now, she got a man, but he out of town Soon as he out of town, they hop in his whip and they ride around I watch her climb to the top of the pole and then get to slide and slide it. Thought about trapping a player before, but that just ain't right, right Look in the mirror if you wanna look at some things on the bright side You pot a 325, you feeling too good to worry tonight she moved out of state and shit then went left, she's seeking forgiveness She used to dance, but she went alone and start up a business Her daddy is not around, her mama is not around I watch her climb on the top of the pole and niggas I make it rain in this bitch, I make it snow in this bitch She trying to get out of the mix, shawty is going to jail Shawty is going to jail, me I'm supporting this shit This is a story, came from my life and I'm just recording Boxes with the bone rolls. Sorry, hills bound to get you sorry told you. Back the thing up, it's a wide load, shawty. I don't even know where the time goes, shawty. Know you got some brand new life goals. Baby blue, but you ain't not a baby. I know, shawty. I know. Yeah. So why you gotta be so hard? Why you wanna ask, girl, you know what I did Acting like you don't already know what that is Baby, just relax, I'm on your side I will not discuss it with nobody Neither of our past about to go away You made me forget about it anyway I know, I know Black boxes with the bone roll Little side hustle with the fashion over Know we both came from a broken home, shawty Mom and daddy didn't really get along, shawty Heard you got some brand new life goals Baby blue, but you are not a baby I know, shawty I know Feeling good to a motherfucker.